It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network. A Friday bye week show with Sage Rosenfels. No Vikings game to pick, but we do have wild card games to select. We'll talk a little bit of Vikings football here as the Vikings are off right now, Sage. They are watching the games from their couch this weekend, doing some scouting, maybe with a bottle of soda and some popcorn in the other hand. Did you ever try to watch a game on TV and actually try to glean something out of it scouting-wise, or was that always just kind of for fun as a fan? Yeah, no, mostly just as a fan. I mean, there's TV only does so much. Obviously, you get the feel for the ebb and flow of the game, but from a strategic standpoint, uh, you sort of wait for the film to be, you know, put on your computer and and watch and analyze that and break that down, and because you can see so much more from sort of the bird's eye view that you get uh, with the, uh, you know, from the video guys, uh, you know, that they set up every week. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you said you get, you get the ebb and flow, um, and, and I think what's interesting about this week is that, uh, you know, the Vikings, obviously, there's two games they have to watch. Uh, if the Atlanta Falcons win, they will not uh, be playing the Falcons. We do know that. If the Rams win, they'll be playing. They'll be probably playing the Rams. Um, but uh, if, uh, if the Falcons win, they won't. And so uh, you're sort of trying to figure out who they're going to play and who they may have to play. There's, there's four teams, and there's, there's a possibility they could play three of them. Yeah, I'm sure the coaches are probably rooting for the Rams, so they have that extra day to prepare because the Rams play on Saturday, and I'm sure these coaches are going to take every opportunity to get a little extra edge in their game planning. I want to go through some of the numbers from last year and compare them to this year. I wanted to do this on Wednesday, and we ran out of time. Last year, points per game. Where do you think the Vikings stood this year in comparison to last year in, in offensive points per game? Oh, I think it's probably not even close. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings had six or seven more points per game this season. Last year, 23rd in the league, 20.4 points per game. This year, they jump up to 10th. They, they rise about three and a half points. They go to 23.9. In sheer numbers, isn't that big a difference. But, you know, even the top teams in the NFL, you know, are scoring 25, 26. The Rams are up there at number one, just under 30. 24 points per game, that's a pretty good number, especially for this defense in Minnesota. Well, I, I think with, with the Vikings offense, just having a better offense actually makes the defense even even better. I mean, they were a very good defense last year, uh, but they were on the field a lot. The Vikings had their fair share of three and outs. Uh, teams knew that they could uh, uh, you know, sort of play the, the short game because the Vikings offense just was not explosive and uh, I feel like their defense was on the field a lot last year. Uh, you know, this year their defense can be more aggressive because they know they have a more uh, powerful offense on the other side of the football. How about rushing defense? I think this is maybe the, the biggest key to the Vikings this year. I mean, last year they were 20th in the league in rush defense, 107 yards per game. They're number two this year, Sage. I mean, they're up just behind Philadelphia at 83.6 yards allowed per game on the ground. I mean, when you compare that to the 106, you know, that's that's an extra 25 yards a game, and that, that's a pretty big difference. Well, again, I think it goes to, to how the team is just better this year. The offense is better this year. 
the Vikings are ahead more this year than last year. And when you're ahead, uh, teams don't run the football against you. They have to pass to catch up. So uh, generally, if you look at those types of stats and you just look at the overall record, it makes a lot of sense that generally the teams who have the best record are good at stopping the run because everyone's having to throw the football against them in the second half. Pass yards per game. Uh, which year do you think was better, last year or this year? Ooh, I, I, probably pretty close. I would say pretty similar. I mean, the Vikings could not run the ball. They, they, may, they may even be worse this year than last year. The Vikings could not run the ball at all last year, so Sam Bradford had to throw it. Seems like almost every play this year, they actually have a legitimate running attack. And, again, they've been ahead a lot of these football games. So they don't have to uh, uh, you know, rack up a lot of crazy stats in the fourth quarter to try to catch up. So, I would go ahead and say the passing stats are probably down this year from last year. Well, they were until the last few weeks. They were hovering around 8th, 10th, 12th this year in pass defense. And then the last quarter of the season, they just put the locks on everybody, on Newton, on Hunley, on on Dalton Trubisky. They shut them down, and they launched up the rankings to number two in the league this year in pass defense, 192 per game, which is one slot better than last year. They were 208 per game last year, third in the league. So they actually improved in pass defense and rush defense this season. And I think that the improvement of Trey Waynes, I think, is probably the biggest reason why. Yeah, he's going to be attacked a lot, whoever they play in the playoffs. Everyone knows Xavier Rhodes is is a guy you just don't want to throw at very often. He puts the clamps down on great players like Julio Jones. So, yeah, Waynes is much improved. Uh, over the last year or so, and and uh, you know part of the reason this defense is one of the best in the league. Yeah, here's a few Viking-specific numbers. Uh, who do you think had better yards per game just on the Vikings? Uh, was it Keenum this year or Bradford last year? I, I would think Keenum. I, I think it, it felt like last year Sam's were you know at the high completion percentage, you know, for record completion percentage, but it was so much dink and dunk and 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 bubble screens and those types of things. And it seems like to me that uh, uh, that Case Keenum has been throwing the ball down the field a lot more this year than last year. Yeah, and again, that's the perception that I would have had too before looking at it, but it turns out Bradford 240 last year, Keenum 227, and that probably comes down to kind of the reverse argument that you made earlier that they're ahead more, so they're running the ball more late in games. There's been a lot of fourth quarters where Keenum has not had to throw the ball, and I think that probably brought his numbers down. He still had a very nice year touchdown to interception ratio almost identical Bradford was 20 to 5 and Keenum was 22 to 7 how about this one guess the rushing yardage differential so last year the Vikings were outrushed by their opponents by 506 yards guess what the uh the net differential was this year I must say the Vikings uh, outrush their opponents by 500 yards this year. Yep, you're pretty much right Right on. 620 yards, the Vikings were on the right side of that. So, so that, that's that's the 1,100-yard swing, basically, from yeah. one year to the next, which is obviously more, probably the reason the Vikings went from 8-8 eight and eight to 13-3. and three. Yeah, that's huge. Um, anyway, just wanted to kind of shed some light on those and give people kind of the, the perception versus the reality and show how good the Vikings have been this year in so many areas. Hi, this is David Locke, the CEO of the Locked On Podcast Network. In this crazy, unprecedented, and unnerving time, I know we're all living our lives a little differently. I thought we had some of our sponsors 
over the time that might be able to help you out. So we've reached out to them to get you specific offers. Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for their first seven days. Start your free deliveries, download the Postmates app, and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Anxiety, stress, need something to calm yourself down? The Calm app is available for you. 40% off to our listeners at calm.com slash LOCKEDONNBA. Stuck at home, want fitness? Echelon Fit has been a sponsor of ours. And you can go to echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-B-A. And if you're looking to add some new knowledge and get a little smarter in your free time, Masterclass, or at least your time at home, masterclass.com slash P-E-R is offering 15% off. If you missed any of those, go to lockdownpodcast.com slash offers. That's lockdownpodcast.com slash offers. Thank you very much for tuning in to Lockdown Podcast Network. We hope to be here for you to give you a relief and a respite from all the other news. And thanks very much. Be safe and practice your social distancing. Why don't we make our, some quick picks for this weekend Four games and again, we're awfully close in the confidence meter standings. Titans against Chiefs. Uh, I can't remember who goes first, so we'll alternate. You can go first on this one, and then I'll go first on the next pick. Uh, the Chiefs are at home, favored by eight and a half. Yeah, I like the Chiefs in this one. Uh, one, they're playing at home, and, and Arrowhead's one of the best places to play uh, uh, in, in the league, for the, in particular for the home team. Big home team advantage, home field advantage. So uh, the Tennessee Titans this year, do you know how many touchdown passes that Marcus Mariota has thrown this year? Uh, like seven or eight. I know it's bad. Well, 13. Oh. 13. But still not very good for a uh, – I don't know if he started every game this year, but nearly every game this season. Uh, 13 touchdown passes. The, the Tennessee Titans offense is not very good. They play, they play sort of a Vikings brand of football. Uh, where they try to play really good defense, try to run the football, uh, and then they don't do much in the passing game. They're just not nearly as good uh, as the Vikings brand of football, and uh, the defense isn't, isn't nearly as good. So I like the Chiefs in this one. Uh, I'm thinking they're going to probably win by about 10 points or something. I like Andy Reid playing at home, Alex Smith playing at home. This is a playoff uh, a regular team. These guys have been in the playoffs the last few years. Uh, so I'm going to go with 90% Kansas City Chiefs. That's exactly the number I had written down, 90 on Kansas City. The Titans' only hope is if they can shut down the Chiefs' rushing attack and Kareem Hunt. Tennessee's got a good rush defense. Otherwise, they're pretty average across the board, especially offensively. And the Chiefs have won four in a row. They've resurrected their season. So I'm going with KC to win. Falcons at Rams Saturday night. Rams favored by six, the most explosive offense in football. The Falcons had a win and in situation in week 17. They got the win, and now they try to make another run as the underdog back to the Super Bowl. Uh, do the Rams hold serve at home? I guess this is my pick. I will go with the Rams. I think the Rams are so balanced. I mean, their defense is great. The offense is unpredictable. The only way they lose is if Jared Goff melts, if he flounders on the big stage. He hasn't shown that this year. But I do think the Rams are maybe a little more vulnerable than than the Saints, for instance, just because of that quarterback situation. I know Matt Ryan won't be scared. I am going to go with the Rams, though, because their running game, their defense, I think even if Goff isn't 100%, they can cover up any of those flaws. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Rams at home also. I really do think this is almost anyone's game, or I don't feel great about it. But the Rams, I think that their defense uh, will get after Matt Ryan. I think he'll get sacked a lot. He'll probably... Maybe a sack fumble or, or some sort of disruption where he'll end up uh, being hit and thrown an interception. Um, I just think that uh, the Rams are just a better overall football team, and something has just been slightly off 
uh, with with the Atlanta Falcons all year. And uh, you know, if it's the offensive coordinator change or what, but it's not the same team as last year. Obviously, uh, they really had to grind it out just to get in the playoffs. Uh, they're a little bit beat up and I'm sure worn out uh, as they were grinding the last, uh, really the last two months of the season just to sort of sneak in the last team to get in the playoffs, the NFC. So I'm going to go 70% with the LA Rams. Yeah, and I, I'm going to go 85, by the way. That's the number I had down. Uh, your pick on what some might say the least compelling matchup of the weekend, depending on your viewpoint, Bills at Jaguars. Buffalo fans are rabid right now. Their team's in the playoffs for the first time in almost 20 years. Taken on Jacksonville, who has home field advantage in this game. I bet the Bills travel well, though. Who do you think wins? I'm going to go with Jacksonville at home. Uh, Blake Bortles will have a okay game, but I think the, the Saxonville defense will just be too much uh, for the offense. And I don't know if Le, uh, LaShawn McCoy, he may be out in this game. As of right now, I think he was limited in practice yesterday. Even if he does play, he's not going to be the same uh, LaShawn McCoy that we're used to seeing. So uh, I got the Jags by about 10 points in this one. Uh, I got 24 to 14 score. So I'm going to go with 80% on the Jags. Okay. I'm going with the Bills in the upset. Um, I think Buffalo just has a little bit of team of destiny feel. Not like they're going to the Super Bowl, but the fact that they made it, the fact that their fans are so excited, I think they're going to be pumped. I don't think that Jacksonville really has a great home field advantage, so I don't really give them too much edge there. Buffalo's going to come in. They've got a pretty decent defense themselves. I think Blake Bortles is going to be the one to, to falter on the big stage, I'm going to go with uh, the Bills. I'm about 65% sure. And in the last game of the weekend, Panthers at Saints might be the best game of the weekend. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints at home against the Panthers. The Panthers, I mean, they they did a great job to get to the playoffs, but they, they're a team that really has been in some close games with some bad teams. They didn't play well against the Saints earlier this season. I think the Saints win again, and I believe it would be a season sweep if they win that game. I'm going to go with New Orleans, 80%. Yeah, I like the Saints in this game. I think that they're going to win it uh, by 10 points or two touchdowns. I think they're the much better football team, also playing at home. And I'm going to go 90% with the Saints. Uh, yeah, they blew them out twice this year, so that'd be a third straight blowout of the Panthers. Tough to beat a team three times, but we'll see if they can get it done. Sage, I know you got to go. Thanks so much for the time, and uh, we'll rehash all of this on Monday. All right, sounds good. He's Sage, I'm Sam. It's Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, Locked On Minnesota listeners, this is Tony Abbott here to tell you about the brand new Locked On Wild podcast, where my co-host Joe Bully and I break down the Minnesota Wild every single day. How can you listen? Just search for Locked On Wild in your favorite podcast app and subscribe to bring Locked On Wild to your device every day.